This is Ann Campia with Girl vs. Food, and my co-host tonight is... Hey everybody, it's Ryan Myers. Hi Ryan, thanks for joining me. Sure. And we're here to bring you our review of Food Network's Food Network Star, uh, Season 9, Episode 3. Uh, this week we saw one of, I think is my favorite episode of the season so far. They highlighted a Chopped-esque episode. Uh, before we get into ac- the actual competition where they had the baskets, um, they had a competition before that, actually, um, where each, okay, each one of them had a mystery ingredient. Now, I have an issue with this. I'm just going to throw out there right now, Ryan, before we get started. I don't like when Food Network throws ingredients that are not equal to each other to the competitors. I've always had a problem with this, meaning that in this challenge, each competitor had a different mystery ingredient. And I never liked that because, to me, it just doesn't set a level playing field. I think if one person's cooking with bacon, everybody should cook with bacon. Um, This week we saw several mystery ingredients. The only thing that kind of kept me from really being pissed off about the fact that they all had different ingredients is that it seemed as if they had warned them of what their ingredient was going to be because all of them seemed to have at least a little bit of an idea of what they were getting. Um, Ryan, were there was there anything that stood out to you in the first competition in terms of the ingredients or any of that? Uh, I'm with you. I don't... If they're doing a competition, it needs to be level playing field. If they're going to give crazy ingredients to people, they need to give the same ingredient to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah, was complaining how um, uh, I forgot her name, crazy shimmy lady. Oh, uh, uh, Damaris. <laughs> she had the the uh, pickled um, ingredient, and she, they were making. They were like, "That's too easy." That she needs to have some. Because I know that one. Uh, that someone had that stinky fruit. Uh, Stacy had the stinky fruit. Um, yeah, and then cuttlefish, and, uh-huh. and you gotta. It has to be on even, just like chop. They give you a crazy basket, but all the contestants have the same basket. Exactly. So exactly. You can't really. I mean, you can't really judge someone's cooking if everyone's cooking something different, because there's no. If everyone has the same thing, you can see how creative they are with that ingredient. Right. So. Right. I mean. And it wasn't the main part of the episode, so I guess it wasn't a huge deal, but it gave two people an advantage, you know, in the next part and kept them from elimination. Yeah. So, like, unfair, but, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world for this episode that they didn't have the same thing. Right, right, right. And, uh, like I said, I think my saving grace was the fact that when they interviewed, kind of had their little interviews in between the cooking, was that they seemed to know what the ingredient was or have cooked with it before. Um, some of the ones that were unfortunately, you know, given some bad ingredients, in my opinion, like you said, that um, Stacy had the durian, it's sweet fruit, some sort of sweet fruit, but it just looked like it had some sort of exterior that would be difficult to cook with. Uh, Nikki, who had a cuttlefish, which I thought was interesting because she's our veggie girl, so I, she she knew what to do with it, but again, I wouldn't want to cook with that. Um, highlights for me, though, Rodney had bitter melon, and I thought, oh, gosh, Rodney's screwed. But Rodney did amazing. He knew exactly what to do with it. And let me just say, Rodney definitely stepped it up this week. Uh, My criticism of him last week was that, oh, he's the pie guy, so he has to wear a T-shirt that says pie and make sure you see that he is the pie guy 
everything he has to make has to be a pie. And last week his burger didn't work because he tried to make it into a pie. Whereas mm-hmm. you and I said, why don't you just emphasize the fact that you know the ingredients enough to kind of say subtly, hey, I'm the pie guy, but I can cook. And he did that this week with the bitter melon. He made uh, what would have been the inside of a pie, the stuffing of a pie. I don't know, what you, the filling of a pie. There you go. Yeah. Um, and he made it amazingly, it's so much so that he won the competition, didn't he? Um, I think so. I don't think that, I don't think they had a, I just, well, actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know him, and, um, him and Damaris actually won yeah. the first, the first challenge with the Mr. Ingredients. And, um, shout out to also to Damaris who, the, to this week, uh, you know, again, Viet thought maybe she had an easy ingredient. Maybe she did, but she made one of the better dishes, so yeah. um, you can't hit on her for that. Uh, both of them went into the chop challenge with an advantage, um, which I'm trying to figure out what. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. They get to be judges. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk about a little bit about the, the challenge that they went into, Ryan, in terms of chop. Yeah, so they, so they split up the teams, um, and then they each had different baskets. Um, the first team that went up, um, their basket was stuff that you find at a baseball game. So it was a hot dog, beer, peanuts, and then cotton candy. So that was that was all that throws it off to me, at least. Yeah. Um, um, so they had to do that. And I think it was uh, Chad, uh, Russell, mm-hmm. and Ushka, and what was the other? There's one more person. Chad, Viet, Russell, and Danushka. So, and they all had interesting takes on on what they're doing um, with the ingredients. So, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Chad, thought, oh. Chicken, Joe, not chicken, but uh, fried hot dog and waffles. Yes. And, and uh, Russell made, uh, like, a little, like a wonton or something. Yes. And, and uh, Danushka made a deep-fried hot dog that did <laughs> yeah. look good. Uh, <laughs> and Viet made a uh, hot dog ramen. It was an interesting idea. Uh, I never would have thought to do that, but it looked pretty good, and the judges, so that was cool. Yeah, that was so, um, but yeah, very They all were different. Yeah, and we, we saw the guest judge before we get into what we thought of the dishes. Alex, Miss Alex Gornichelli, the the Iron Chef, the newest Iron Chef, um, and also from what I know of her, as she's always a constant judge on Chopped, so she definitely knows what she's talking about. Um, in terms of these chopped baskets, she's competed in the chopped ulcers as well. So she's been on both sides of the spectrum. So I love seeing her here as a guest. Uh, Ryan, I know she's your favorite person. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, definitely, <laughs> you definitely have to respect her opinion. You know, she's, she's a woman who can talk, walk the walk and talk the talk, per se. Um, so out of all the, all the dishes, I thought Viet's was the most creative. Um, Danushka's was the most uncreative. Um, that's exactly what I would have made if I was on top because I suck and I would have just taken the hot dog and did the same exact thing, um, just battered it and fried it. Uh, Chad's uh, was what I would want to eat because I love chicken and waffles and his take mm-hmm. on it. And then, um, lastly, Russell's dumpling. At first I was a little nervous and I think Alex was as well. She pointed out, oh, are you just going to puree all the ingredients and put it in a wonton wrapper? And I was thinking the same exact thing, but it turned out really, I guess it turned out better than all of us had expected. Um, Out of those dishes, Ryan, were there any that stood out to you? 
Uh, yeah, Viet's or Chad's. Um, it, they pretty much went to their type of cooking um, and their strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad with like a southern kind of stuff, or like you're saying, breakfast for his kids. And then Viet's was the same thing when he was younger. He's saying his parents taught him to, you know, boil the water, put the noodles in, and make it. So um, either of them, um, they were they were obviously were the best two. The other ones, the judges didn't care for the food that much, and then. For the presentations, um, Chad's was, the, I guess, the best presentation because the other people's, they all have complaints about their, somewhat, yes, was okay, but they said he doesn't really show that much passion yeah. when he talks to it and presents it. So. Which is really unfortunate because V.S. downfall is, like we've said multiple times, the fact that he's very shy on camera. And although his POV is, is, is pretty good, I think it could be more refined. Um, um, he just doesn't do well on camera. He gets really nervous, and his, it's unfortunate because his cooking is really good, according to what the judges have said so far. Uh, he just needs to get get on it with uh, being a little bit more lively on camera. Um, so Damaris had the advantage also in this competition to judge this uh, set of people, and... I thought it was really funny that she called Danushka out, and Danushka was like, what? <laughs> a little bit of drama there, but I think she Damaris was on point with everything she was saying about each of the dishes. She was being very honest. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't anything that I didn't agree with, or I thought she was saying just to be malicious. Uh, was there anything, did you agree with everything she said? Yeah, I thought she did, I thought she did really well, and they were talking about it after that um, she should be more like that in her presentations and stuff, not be so giggly, because she's a culinary instructor. So I think she gives good feedback to people. Obviously, if she's teaching people how to cook, she has to be able to taste it and give feedback and teach people. So she should maybe take that more into consideration when she does these, you know, little presentations. So take it from a perspective of you're teaching people something um, and give an honest opinion and, and go with it that way. Um Danushka didn't like what she said, but she was it was true. <laughs> Whenever she talks, it, it's 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 almost like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. It's just like, <laughs> no, here's my food. I'm I'm a model, uh, so it's not. Nobody wants to watch that. It's funny, but I'm not going to tune in to watch her cook anything. So, and I know she didn't like it, but it's true. So, yeah, it um, is I, true. I'm glad she spoke up. Finally, somebody called her out. You know, and. To me, Danushka, she's a character, but I, she the fact that she didn't want to change and they've consistently told her, well, you've got to be a little more personable on camera and she still didn't change. Um, and d- Coupled with the fact that her dish this week just looked horrific, I yeah. think that it was what Damaris said was all in what I think everybody was thinking and too afraid to say. So I'm happy yeah. that she did that. Um, let's talk about the next set of people that competed. Chris, Stacy, Nikki, and Lovely. Uh, they got mm-hmm. a child-friendly basket. I think if I had the choice between the baskets, I would have chosen this one, I think, looking at the ingredients. They had chicken nuggets, fruit leather, which I thought was the oddest ingredient in there, uh, cheddar fish crackers, and apple juice. If you had a choice between the two, would you have picked this one or the last one? I would have picked this one. Um, the fruit leather, I was trying to figure out what that was, but it just looked like fruit roll-ups. Yeah. So, 
like, okay, you can you can do melt that down or do something with it. So yeah, this one would have been a little bit. I mean, both of them are not easy. Right. Um, this one seems like you could maybe do a little bit more with it and not have a crazy cotton candy to throw into it or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit easier. So out of the dishes, I think um, you know. Uh, Alex seemed to be impressed with Nikki's response to the ingredients. I think she was she did the best in um, transforming the ingredients, which in chops is absolutely necessary for you to win. You can't just take the chicken nugget and fry it and put it back on the plate and say, "Okay, made your chicken nugget." You've definitely got to repurpose it. And Nikki, I think, shined in that respect. Um, any other dishes that? Stood out to you, Ryan? Um, well, hers was the best dish. Like you said, she she took all the ingredients and turned them all into something for the, the spring roll and the sauce and everything. Um, hers, um, Chris's was good. Um, and then everyone else's was kind of... Stacy. she barely... As well, she really didn't even finish the top of her pot pie. Yeah. Um, Chris didn't yeah. finish it, um, and it wasn't really cooked all the way. Um, and then... Um, Lovely, her her food. They said it was it was okay, uh, but her presentation. Um, Alton still says that her presentations are like she has a like she's just reading from a teleprompter mm-hmm. or something. Um, I I I thought she did better this way this this week. It seemed a little bit better. I mean, it does still seem kind of like she prepared it ahead of time and practiced it, and it's yeah. not coming off the top of her head. But I mean, it's still. I mean, it's not bad. She's still doing better than other people. It's just she needs to be a little bit more. On the fly, I think, with what yes. she says instead of having a prepped. Yeah, you know, I, part of me is like, who's to say that's not really her? But maybe they see something off camera that makes them think that that's not how she is all the time. But we did have a com- competitor last season. I'm pretty sure that had that same issue. So I don't, I don't know if I had the choice. I would pick Lovely over somebody who didn't um, wasn't able to communicate uh, on camera or was very shy or standoffish. I'm not going to say names of who I think, <laughs> who I'm thinking of, but um, I would yeah. rather choose somebody like Lovely over that person. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I know that's been her constant criticism since the start of the season, so uh, there's still more episodes to go, and she wasn't the one that went home. So um, let's, before we get into who was safe and who went home, uh, Chris finally broke down and really let his guard down and shared with us a story that I personally have never known um, in the time that I've been following his work. Uh, he used to be a drug addict and an alcoholic. And and for the longest time, uh, you know, in this competition and the, the previous competitions he's competed in, that has always been kept secret. And I think when you're going into Food Network Star, if you have a story as com- telling as what he told in this week's episode, I think you can use that as your mo- not only your motivation, which he did to help him survive and to help him recover and to heal him, I think you can use that also as your push for to be the Food Network star. I think, it's, I think the story was amazing, and I'm really happy that he was able to share it and be so open with the audience. I know that's a very sensitive subject for him, but now that we know that, and honestly, Ryan, now that I know that, I would want to know more. And I want to know why and how and how food helped him. And, and you know, it just makes sense. Everything that he's been trying to convey in his POV up to this point 
was really confusing. And now that he shared that, everything to me clicks and it's come together. Mm-hmm. Any right, thoughts? Right. Yeah. And it kind of, like, before he said that, just showing the type of person he is, he finished his dish early and he went and helped Stacy finish hers. Um, he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems like, and whenever you watch, I notice too, like, when they, whenever they do, like, the eliminations that people are safe or not, when they walk back to the room, he's always high-fiving people or putting an arm around someone, like, telling them it's okay. Uh, he seems like a really nice guy and he's trying to, to help out people. So it, it's cool to me that, you know, through his struggles and stuff, he, he you know, food kind of redeemed him a little bit and he's trying to be helpful. So I think it's a good POV. He's showing that food, food helped him. And he wants to help other people so with food. So I think that's a great you know, point of view to have. And he's a really good cook. Mm-hmm. And I like watching him on, on screen. And I don't, and like we are talking about Love and she's kind of seems prepared or fake. He seems like a really nice guy, and that's just him. He's coming off the top. He's not really preparing. He's not being nice just to be nice. That's just who he is. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, you know, and like next week and beyond, if that's, if, if that's how he goes now. Because if it does... I, th- I think he has a shot to win this season. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, there's a, there just a, a real quick side note. There's a, wasn't very successful show, but to me, I, I remember every episode. And it was a show on the Food Network uh, hosted by oh, I can't remember his name, Chef. I think Chef Jeff was it, but it was Chef basic, Jeff? it was basically a show where a chef who I believe was once in prison or jail or something was helping other um, former, you know, I think inmates. I I could have it wrong, but this show was so inspiring. And if we could see something like that with the way Chris has presented his POV now, that would be really cool. And those are the type of shows that touch people and people remember. And I I remember that that show. Um, So hopefully that's the direction he'll go in. Um, we saw, okay, so Nikki was safe, because obviously she made the best dish in this, um, in that panel. So we have Nikki and Chad who are safe. Uh, we had also Chris and Viet, who were kind of the middle ground this week and were both safe. Um, so we see Russell, Stacy, and Danushka. Stacy being the kind of surprise to me because she's been performing so well up until this point. Uh, we see them at the bottom. And, uh, who would you have taken off? If you had the choice between the three, um, they picked the right person to me, just because she's Danishka was always in the bottom of every episode, um, and she wasn't taking their advice, and her food was mediocre, I <laughs> guess, I'm not good, and not yeah. you know, real simple, like really simple. So you have to kick her off. At least other people, Stacy Russell, they've been at the top a couple of times. And they just had a bad week. Especially, like, Stacy. her presentations are always really good. And her food is usually really good. Mm-hmm. Russell needs to put on his POV a little bit, but his food is usually always good. So I know they see there's more promise with those two. And there's, Danushka just doesn't listen. Yeah. And you can't, you can't, even though her food wasn't, uh, her, you just can't keep that person because there's no, there's no promise. You gave her two chances. And it, and it didn't work. And you can't, you know, have, <laughs> keep her and have someone else lose their spot. So... I'm glad that they've, nice lad, but to be fair to everyone else, they need to get rid of her. So, you know, she was the weakest competitor, so now she's gone. So now we'll see who's the next weakest and move up. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with it. I agree with it fine. 
yeah, I think three strikes and you're out, Danushka. Um, it was fun watching you and laughing with you, I'll say. Uh, but, yeah, she just wasn't the right person for, for this competition, maybe in a different one. Um, so we have nine people left. We see the trailer for next week's episode. Um, I'm excited about it. We see that they had to do a 60-second trailer, movie trailer, which movies we both love. Um, they're here at the beautiful Cineopolis Theater, which is a very nice um, luxury theater out here in L.A. Uh, and it looks like they're cooking or competing in teams, which will be interesting to see how they, they perform together as a collective. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, any thoughts on, on next week's episode, Ryan? Yeah, of the... Since then, it looks like three teams of three. I'll be interesting, interested to see how they select the three people that go together. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, but if maybe the people that did good this week get any kind of advantage for next week as far as maybe their captains and they get to pick the team or they're on the same team. So, and I'll be interested to see what these little movie trailers do. I know one's a western or something. Yeah. It's like Chris and Rhythm. So yeah. I'll be interested to see what they do with the other movie trailers. Yeah, they look like they were having a lot of fun with this competition. So uh, we're excited for next week. Um, until then, Ryan, where can we chat with you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, and my uh, Twitter is uh, RYMyers, M-Y-E-R-S, 25. And I'm also on Twitter, and you can find me at Ann Campia, A-N-N-C-A-M-P-E-A. Um, go ahead and click that subscribe button if you want to follow our reviews for Food Network Star or any of our other reviews. Uh, we'd definitely love to hear from you. Comment in the comments section. Let us know who you think is going to win. Let us know what you thought about this week's episode. And um, you can also find the audio version on iTunes. So go ahead and search for Girl vs. Food and you can download those and listen to those while you're at the gym or while you're at work or whatever. So um, until next week, Ryan, thanks so much for joining me. Sure, no problem. See you guys next week at the movies. (laughs) Yes, and until then, happy eating.